October 8th, 2021. Democrats must enforce subpoenas. It's been nine months since the January 6th insurrection at the U.S. Capitol. Nine months. At the rate the committee investigating the attack on our democracy is going, perhaps we'll get a final report by the end of the decade. Once again, Democrats are dropping the ball. The midnight deadline for subpoenas issued to four of the disgraced former president's colleagues has passed. They failed to produce the documents requested at the urging of the said former president who is claiming executive privilege. Yes, you read that right. He's claiming executive privilege even though he's no longer president. Only in a post-Trump world can you not make this stuff up. The committee told us that things were going to be different this time around. No more messing around, they said. We don't have the Trump Justice Department obstructing us now, so we'll be able to force their hand to comply. Really? I just don't see it. To me, it's looking like more of the same. During the Mueller investigation and after, we saw nothing but stonewalling, ignored court dates, threatening letters that didn't mean a damn thing, and obstruction of investigations that made Richard Nixon look like a member of the Glee Club. The former president continues to exert his outside influence over our politics, spouting lies, issuing directives and proclamations to his minions, and given giving maniacal interviews to the right-wing echo chamber. The man is, and I'll continue to say it over and over, the most dangerous man in America. He's the biggest threat to the democracy we've ever had. Yet, he's free to say what he wants, when he wants, all the while our Justice Department seemingly yawns as if it's not a big deal. Even yesterday, with the release of the Senate Judiciary's report, of what happened leading up to the January 6th insurrection, you'd think we'd have an increasing sense of urgency. That damning report showed that at least nine times Trump tried to pressure the Justice Department into overthrowing the election. What the hell is going on with Attorney General Merrick Garland's Justice Department? I'm beginning to wonder if he's only concerned with how bad it might look if we go after a former president. He simply may be under the assumption that we don't do that here in America because the precedent that would set might throw our democracy into a free-for-all, much like we see in dictatorships worldwide. I hope that's not the case because inaction now is a far more significant threat. If these people aren't held to account, including the big enchilada himself, then we do nothing but enable future administrations to take what happened on the 6th much further. And yes, that includes the possibility of a rogue Democratic president as well. My hope here is that Garland and the rest of his agency are, at this time, compiling as much evidence as possible, waiting for the opportune time to issue indictments finally. Maybe that's why it appears like he's asleep at the will. If he's not, then we're in worse trouble than I thought. I do take into consideration that we have two Republicans on the committee. We don't know how they feel about taking an aggressive posture towards the subpoena ignoring Trumpers. Let's hope they'll be on board with the other Democrats. If not, I hate to say it, but they should move forward regardless. It's not the time to go easy because you don't want to ruin the bipartisan nature of the committee. The way I understand it, the committee has three choices. They can either file a civil lawsuit against anyone who ignores a subpoena, 
find them in inherent contempt of Congress, or give the Justice Department a criminal referral. Of the three, the civil lawsuit is probably the worst option. This is what Democrats did with Don McGahn, Trump's White House counsel when he was president. You remember McGahn. He ran out the clock for two years in court, eventually testifying to a closed session in Congress earlier this year. We do not have two years, folks. The middle option, inherent contempt, is also problematic. Under this type of proceeding, either the House or Senate has its sergeant at arms take a person into custody for proceedings in Congress. Fines could also be issued for every day an individual ignores a subpoena. I really don't know if this Congress would have the nerve or spine to do such a thing. Although you have to admit, seeing these guys in cuffs would undoubtedly send a strong message. But the third option may be the best one, a criminal referral of contempt filed with the Justice Department, whose duty would be to bring the action before a grand jury. Before, when Trump was president, he just claimed executive privilege and the case would never reach the grand jury. That's not the issue now, because President Biden has already signaled he wouldn't stand in the way. If they use the third option, it becomes Merrick Garland's job to see it through. While Trump has already declared executive privilege in this matter, most legal observers say it's a stretch beyond belief. The guy isn't president anymore, remember? The bottom line is pretty straightforward. It's time once again for Democrats to stop screwing around and take a stand. There's no time for bipartisanship or empty threats that never produce anything of value. Bring the hammer down on these people now or risk even further irreparable harm to our faltering democracy. It's the lack of action, if the lack of action from this committee already is any indication, we're in dire straits, folks. They knew none of these four people would comply, or at least they should have known. At 12.01 a.m., one minute after the deadline passed, they should have had the referral complaint ready to go and filed with the Justice Department. At least that's what I wanted to see. I guess I'm hopelessly naive here. I keep hoping the Dems grow a spine. And each time, I've been highly disappointed. I don't know what the committee is going to do, but they better quit wasting time because before you know it, the midterm elections will be here. The chance Republicans take over one or even both branches of Congress is becoming more likely every day. And if that happens, we'll see all the things related to the insurrection conveniently thrown out the window, replaced by daily hearings into Biden's flawed Afghanistan withdrawal, illegal immigration, and God knows what else. In the midst of it all, the former president remains a free man. He's a free man who seems likely to run again for the job he tried to steal back from a legitimately elected president, Joe Biden. Maybe this time will be different. Perhaps the January 6th committee and the Justice Department will rise at the occasion and show the American people that no president is ever above the law. Yeah, you're right. I'm skeptical. I sure hope they prove me wrong. Thank you very much. That's my post for today. And I just want to make a few comments um, about the post. But first, I just want to say that anyone listening out there, if, uh, if you are interested in this post and other posts, please head over to onthefencevoters.com. That's our blog. And um, we have more good content over there. And uh, 
you can check it out. So deeply appreciated if you do that. But uh, I just want to say a couple of things about this post. As of now, it's about 2.49 p.m. on the West Coast. And um, it still hasn't happened. Nothing's happened as far as I know. Uh, the Democrats just seem to be sitting on their hands. And uh, I really don't know what they're going to do. All I know is what I said in this post, I believe deep down in my gut, President Trump, the former president, is the most dangerous man in America. If we just let him to continue to get away with everything, what, what, what's going to happen to us? I mean, it's, uh, I just don't know. It's, um, it's beyond me. They have options, but uh, the only thing is we just cannot let him keep getting away with it. And um, I'm really sick and I'm tired of the media for the last four or five years saying about all, all of the legal jeopardy that Trump is in and, you know, warning us, oh, he's going down and this and that. But I tell you what, I'm not seeing it. He really is the Teflon Don. You know, he's like John Gotti. Nothing sticks to him, nothing at all. And, you know, he sits down there and he spouts his lies and nothing happens. So I'm just hoping that the Democrats get their you-know-what together, put the hammer down, and make these people pay. Because otherwise, we're in deep trouble, folks. 2022, it'll be upon us quickly. Um, the midterms, things aren't going in the right direction. Um, we, we cannot let this stand. And uh, stay tuned. Let's hope. Let's hope something happens. Um, I am very skeptical, but maybe this time will be different. Anyway, thank you very much. Thanks for listening. And again, please head over to onthefencevoters.com and uh, give us a follow. Thank you very much.